boys how the hell is everybody it's a beautiful day here today holy shit how are you guys there you go that's a little better i feel like i'm better in the center anyways boys what is going on it's been a hell of a week here staying busy trying to get all this work done in different aspects and areas of the old youtube manosphere had coach greg stop by the other day some of you already know this check this out he actually mentioned us over on his live stream which Always is good for the channel, man. Check this out. Nice appearances on some shows today. I popped in on some brothers that left a link in the live chat. So I left it. Uh, I checked in on Gone With John. All right, Gone With John. He's a supporter here. And uh, I popped in on this show for about five or seven minutes. And then I popped in on Mr. Palmer. All right. Shot, popped in on Mr. Palmer for about five minutes. And uh, it was after my show. I was editing and I saw Gone With John. I was like, let me pop in over there. So that's cool as hell, man. I gotta love that. A little bit of love from CGA over here. That's always a good thing. Guys, I got several videos lined up for you here today. Several topics we're going to talk about that are, I think, kind of poignant to today's modern world. Got a 304 we're going to look at. Got a, a story of a woman um, who regrets cheating and divorce. And well, you know how it is, guys. Who all's in here? Somni Rex, good to see you. Saving Nation, LIW213. Fist bumps to you, brother. Fist pumps, technically. Good to see you, man. Two Fly Drummer, what's going on? Anonymous Reaper, grab your coffee and start listening to this wise man. I don't know about that, but I'll put out some information for you. That's for sure. D-Man says you boys got to get the likes up. 12 people in here, eight likes. Guys, get those likes up. I certainly would appreciate it. How is everybody? Who is in here? Who? Three, four, six. The one and the only, guys. Who's been watching for a long time? Good to see you. Mr. Polska Bob is in the house as well. Good to see you. Let's see here. Ghost Shura. Ghost, good to see you. Welcome back, brother. Welcome back. Let's see what we got here. Heroism has many names. One of them is John. Thank you, boys. You are too good to me. 
I appreciate it. Pooping while standing. Excellent name. Hello to all my mayonnaise. <laughs> yes, sir. What's going on? That camera is referred to as $749. What? What? That camera that is referred to as... I'm not sure what that means, who, but drop it in the comments and let me know, buddy. I would appreciate it because I want to catch up. I want to know what I'm talking about. Boys, let's dive into the first video. This one here is a good one. It's a quick explanation of Sigma males. And I think the reason this is important is I don't typically talk about different male archetypes. There are a lot of people that say the word alpha and they throw it around. And a lot of people throw around betas, although technically, technically that's usually pretty accurate from what I've seen. But I want you to understand some things about Sigma males. And of course, who's here? Sigma Black. Excellent, sir. Welcome back, buddy. Good to see you. Lord Ramos showing back up. Good to see you. In your equipment starter camera on. Yes. Oh, okay. On that. Yes. That is the Canon M50. It's a great camera all around for pictures, photography. The camera itself isn't that much. Who? It's the lens that really makes that camera so expensive or more expensive, I should say. But yeah, it is a starting one. But if you guys are just wanting to stream, don't get that one. Get the one I'm using right now. It's $65, I think, on uh, Amazon. I'll drop the link to it in a second because it's not an expensive camera. Uh, this one is a Logitech C920. Uh, it's a very standard 1080p uh, webcam, even though technically we're at 720p right now because of StreamYard's the package that I have on StreamYard to be able to stream to you guys. It doesn't matter. Let's get into this, guys. Check out this video here in the meantime. Known as the lone wolves of society for a reason. Their ability to live free of attachment to other people. Ooh, that's key, guys. If you can master this, some of you may not know this, but you may be a Sigma male. You just don't even realize it yet. But your ability to live free of the attachment to other people, namely females, but... Let's... means that the choice of who they give their time to is truly theirs. Mm -hmm. In life, it's pretty much an unavoidable fact that some people push us further in life, while others only... Thank you, Pooping While Standing. I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that very much. ...really serve to hold us back. Sigmas have a keen sense of social awareness due to the amount of time they spend observing the world around them. This, in turn, means they are adept at spotting the people who hold them back in life. Ooh, that's key, guys. A lot of you don't know this, but some of you have family members that are holding you back. Some of you have people in your life, whether it's a female, which hopefully not, but some of you might have a mother or an aunt or a grandmother or someone who is actually doing you more harm than good, boys. This is not something that everyone is capable of understanding, and it's certainly... It requires a level of personal restraint, responsibility, and understanding to know when someone who quote-unquote loves you, I use that very loosely, is actually holding you in place because you might be a necessary fixture in their life or a necessary source of validation, and your growth, your personal growth, might threaten them in some way. What I mean is, let's say you have a good job offer somewhere, but it's in Alaska, or it's in the Mediterranean, or it's a merchant mariner on a cargo ship. You might make eighty dollars to $100,000 a year if you take this job, but it means you would have to leave Nana's house or wherever you live. It means you might have to leave the city that you live in, and you've got family there and a mother there, and she doesn't want you to go away. And sometimes you have to know when to cut 
the cord and go and follow your dreams, follow your path as a man. This is so important, boys. Once a Sigma has identified a person that acts as a source of toxicity in their lives, they will simply cut them out. Every time. I get these comments on my channel sometimes, guys, and I'll see two or three or four comments by the same person that are kind of borderline shitty. And maybe they're not hurtful towards me or anything like that, but maybe they're something that I just see as negativity, and I immediately just ban them from the channel. I don't fight back. I don't say, hey, I don't like your comment. I don't... None of that, because I don't have time for that. And furthermore, when you see this and when you become capable of cutting out the unnecessary tension points in your life, you will become much more powerful as a man. If you don't possess the natural Sigma male ability to avoid these character types, fear not, Blokebox has got you covered. In today's video, we'll go through six types of negative people that Sigma males ignore and don't let themselves be dragged down by. Number six, the over-the-top drama queen. The drama queen can often at first seem charming and... And she can be a female or a male. Listen to that again if you need to. Sometimes the drama person, the, oh, the world is crushing me and everyone's against me and poor pitiful me. Sometimes that bitch can be a man. Charismatic but this will only last so long. Sooner rather than later, you'll start to notice that they care far too much about each and every tiny problem they spot. It might begin slowly at first, but bit by bit, one problem after another will continue to make them cause a fuss. Mm. Eventually, if you spend too much time with a drama queen, you'll begin to forget what it's like just to take life easy. Yes, and this is so key, guys, because your freedom and your peace as a man is in this simplicity. No ripples in the water. You see, a man wants peace. A woman wants drama, entertainment, excitement, constantly changing scenery and different things. And what are we doing today? Whereas the man just wants to relax a little bit, some breathing room, some tranquility, serenity. This is not something most women want. Once Sigma males notice someone in their lives that is constantly calling on them to solve one urgent problem or another, they'll start to pull away and cut that person out. They understand that when it comes to the over-the-top drama queen personality type, the absolute worst thing you can do is play along and feed into their cycle of drama. Drama queens have absolutely no sense of balance within their relationships and expect those around them to dance to whatever tune they play. The best thing to do before they start to drain your life force entirely is simply walk away. Walk away. This doesn't mean have a discussion or an argument or to tell them about themselves. Shout out to Sigma Black. Stay away from the liabilities, brother. Good point, sir. Sometimes we feel the need to show our ass a little bit as human beings. But when you learn to control this, you notice that you will have less drama and simply ghosting on this person who is miserable in their own life, not feeding into their validation. See, they want someone to feel sorry for them. This can be, again, a man or a woman. And if it's a woman, she doesn't want an actual solution to the problem. She just wants attention to her problem. Number five, the impossible to please. There is a certain type of personality out there that is just impossible to please. These people are usually bossy and domineering and try to use intimidation tactics to get those around them to do their bidding for them. 
With most people, the confidence demonstrated by these people can often be enough to get others to bend to their will. Sigmas, however, don't fall so easily for these basic intimidation tactics as they feel less of a sense of commitment to social pressures in general. That's the important part, guys. Social everything will attempt to control you through your perceived you are supposed to behave like this. You are supposed to do this. It would be best if you did this. Everyone would really like you if you did like this. Guys, when not everyone likes you, chances are you're onto something that will be more positive for you, unless you're a dick, but sometimes I am, so. Most people will try to keep these bossy types happy by doing as they say, only to find out that no matter how hard you try, it's simply never enough. The impossible to please are expert complainers and will always find something to take issue with. The only way to deal with these kind of individuals is to refrain from caving into their demands from the very beginning. Drawing strong boundaries is necessary to keep the impossible to please personality type from acting as a parasite towards you. Mm. Number four, the anti-dreamers. The anti-dreamers are those awfully negative people who pop up from time to time in everyone's life. And they want to crush your dreams. They want to crush your desires. The things that you're like, hey, I would be good at this. I'm going to do this because I'll be successful at it. They want nothing more than to shit on that because they don't have dreams of their own. How dare you think that you could be capable of doing this or doing that? Do you know how many people since 2013 have told me that it's silly that I make a YouTube channel? No one would want to watch. Why would anyone want to watch you? Why would anyone want to listen to you? You don't know anything. You're not capable of doing this. Why would you do this? That only feeds my fire. It only makes me more steadfast in my resolve. This is how you have to be. You have to adopt this mindset. They are usually unhappy, bitter, and will try to discourage those around them from pursuing their own dreams and goals. These people will often scoff at the ideas you put forth and try to convince you that the goals you aspire to are impossible. Mm -hmm. At their core, these people are pessimistic and do not want to see others try to or succeed in achieving success. But Sigmas know that the world was never changed by considering the unlikely to be impossible. Everything is possible. We just haven't figured out how to do it yet, guys. When that becomes your mindset, you will believe in yourself more than you do today. Many of you men watching don't need this information, but some of you do. And if it gets to even one of you that needs it and changes your life in some positive way or helps protect you from one of these happiness, soul-sucking fun vacuums, then this is a good stream. It's worthwhile to talk about it. I want you guys to understand that, like I said, people will try to break you down and tell you that this is no good, what you're doing is awful. Shout out to Bloatbox on YouTube, who is who's this video belongs to, I should say. It's their video we're fair using today. I had someone comment on one of my videos that I'm lazy and all I do is simply use someone else's videos and I react to them and, well, while their comment doesn't get to me at all or bother me, it's this ignorance of not understanding or knowing what you're talking about and coming in and saying, well, you're just using other, this is lazy. You could have found the original. Do you know that, well, some of you do know this, but the videos that I react to, the people who own the actual videos come in and thank me for doing it. 
I always give them credit. I never remove their watermark. I always point my people over to their channel. I've had gotten thank yous from its complicated channel, Tribe of Men, uh, Modern Woman Archives. Um, you know, most of the people that I actually react to their videos and share their videos, I give them credit. And most of them are very grateful for that. So while this person's comment is designed to be hurtful or discouraging to me personally, I don't take it that way because they're uninformed. Their lack of information is apparent, um, knowing that I've spoken to so many of the people whose videos I use who are very happy that I'm doing it. But again, let's get back in. Sigmas are not afraid to dream big. Part of their ability to dream big and still succeed stems from the fact that Sigmas are naturally able to ignore the naysayers. They know only to listen to people who propel them forward in life. Yep. Yep. Your vibe will attract your tribe. That's why if any of you guys are longtime watchers here on my channel, you'll notice the people that come in and say, John, thanks for doing this. Glad to be here. I am so truly grateful. But everyone else who has a problem, gone, instantly gone. No time for that. Only time for the people that are enjoying the message. And that's not to say that I can't take criticism. It's to say that I don't have time to take criticism for 400,000 people a month. I just, it's not humanly possible. So we weed it down to the people who enjoy the content and everyone else is free to go and watch whatever they're into. Out of love and respect, both for myself and for them. And there's no place in a Sigma male's life for pointless negativity and naysayers. Number three, manipulative minds. Wherever you go in life, you are bound to encounter one or two needlessly manipulative individuals. We all know this type. They are the type of people who will go to any length. Azriel, welcome back. Good to see you again, sir. It's been a long time. Great to have you back on the channel, my man. Tell any lie just to get what they want. They, in many ways, are the antithesis to the Sigma male, as they see all the people around them as mere tools to achieve their own selfish goals. Sigmas, on the other hand, see themselves as the sole person responsible for getting themselves to where they want to be. Manipulative people will always put themselves before anyone else. Yes. Disregarding the importance of other people's thoughts, feelings and desires. They will routinely insist that you have to do whatever is in your power to help them. But you'll quickly find that if you try to make a similar request to them... They won't be there, guys. You've probably dealt with women of this nature in your lifetime where everything she needed, you were there for. You tried to constantly cater to her needs and make her happy, keep her entertained perhaps. But if you had the slightest need from her, I'll guarantee that most of those women couldn't be bothered in the slightest. They'll be the first to disappear. These people are only interested in saving their own skins, and Sigmas know to avoid them and their manipulations like the plague. Number 2. Stubborn and Controlling Sigmas think carefully about everything in life. They are not the type to jump to conclusions, and instead they spend ample time analyzing their surroundings and coming to logical conclusions based on their observations. For this reason, they immediately dislike and distrust those individuals who think they already know everything there is to know and won't allow space for their minds to be changed. Most of the time, these stubborn people also tend to have very strong views about the world. 
and perhaps about the way you should behave. There's nothing a Sigma hates more than other people trying to control him. Ooh. Boy, if that doesn't sound like your buddy Johnny, I don't know what does. So this is one personality type that is guaranteed to have a Sigma male running for the hills. Sigmas watch out for people who can't be reasoned with or try to enforce their will on everyone around them, and they make sure to keep a safe distance. And finally, before we get to number one in today's video, please take a second to hit the like button if you found the video useful so far. It helps us to grow the channel and allows us to bring you guys more content. And now onto the number one type of person Sigma males avoid in life. The anti-growers. Nicola died single. I don't know about you guys, but I don't need anyone there while I'm dying. Talking my ear off, bringing up the life insurance policy. No, thank you. I will have no problem dying single. I don't know why so many people feel the need to have a relationship or feel the need to not die alone. As if someone being there makes you not die or makes it any more pleasant or... I don't understand this mindset. Perhaps it's just me. One of the single most valuable things in life to a Sigma is his ability to change and grow throughout his life. There's few things that frustrate a Sigma more than feeling like he is in a position of stasis, unable to progress forward in life. These are the kind of people who don't look towards the future and are content with a lack of growth or change in their lives. Often these people are the types to hold grudges and will be unwilling to forgive or accept that you have changed and moved forward in life. This is the opposite of how a Sigma male desires to live his life. And if he ever encounters such behavior in a person, he will know that they are inherently misaligned. Hmm. Sigmas need the space to grow and simply don't have a place in their lives for those who will hold them back from that. Sigmas are not known for being the most social people on the planet, but this is more down to the fact they are very selective about the people they choose to trust and give their time to. Learning to look out for these six negative personality types that Sigmas instantly avoid is a great way of clearing your life of people who will only hold you back. Thanks for watching. Guys, check out Bloke Box if you want more videos like this. Many of their videos are actually about Sigma males, to be honest with you, but um, nevertheless, excellent channel. Very, very good channel. Let's take a look at a young lady who is struggling her way through life, but attempting to, well, sleep her way to riches or happiness or validation or whatever the case is. Fair use. Fair use on this video, of course. It says copyright, but of course this is YouTube. So provided there's no copyrighted music, the video you've uploaded is under the YouTube guidelines of fair use, gentlemen. Ugh. All right, so I'm here with Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, how old are you? I am 27. 27. Barely even an adult, as far as a woman is concerned. I mean, legally, yes, but the decision processes of many women leaves much to be desired, and it quite frankly is concerning um, why this is what it is, but this is the way society is raising young women today. Are you originally from Arizona? <laughs> yeah. What part of AZ? Uh, right up the street, 27th. So the west side? Yeah. Um, what's your current situation right now? Are you homeless? Um, yes. How did you end up homeless? 
Um, I was living with family and they sold the house, so yeah, we had to leave. So you just had no option and you ended up out here in the streets or what? Yeah, pretty much. How long have you been on the streets for? Um, just a couple of months so far. I always find it interesting, the little semantics that people play with language just a couple of months as if that makes it any better. You live on the streets and look, I've been homeless, so I'm not shitting on this. I'm telling you that the idea of trying to justify it as if it's not a bad thing by saying just a couple of months is very telling. Yeah. A couple months, like how many months? Like, um, like literally a couple, two ish. And what do you do out ish. here to survive? Um, I don't know. I just, um, I guess I do dates and I do... Dates. Again, the semantics with language. The clever wordplay of modern women is baffling, to say the least. I do dates means I sleep with men for money. Prostitution, the oldest form of profession on the planet. I don't know why the need to say I do dates, if they don't have shame, if they don't feel shame for what they're doing, if what they're doing is perfectly okay and socially acceptable, why hide it under this barrage of clever wordplay? It seems like perhaps they do feel a level of guilt, which would certainly imply that it is not acceptable, even in their own mind. Um, whatever I can, honestly. Uh -huh. I do interviews. Do you ever panhandle? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. How do you get treated out here by the general public? I don't know. At first it was fine, and like now it's kind of rough. Yeah. Right. Does it get rougher as you go? Um. Yeah. But I feel like I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any family out here in Phoenix still? Yeah. Yeah. They're all out here. Um. Do they know about your situation? Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know means that they do know and that she shit on their relationships with everyone that ever loved her so much that none of them are willing to help her anymore. That's what that means, guys. It's very, very clever wordplay, but that's what she means. Do you keep in contact with them? Very. Uh -huh. No? I do not. They're like college good people that... College good people. So she already has a large chip on her shoulder and feels like what she's doing is wrong. We can devise that based on the wordplay that she's chosen in the last couple of sentences. They are college good people. She, on the other hand, does dates. Have their shit together and I'm the black sheep. <laughs> so you're the black sheep of the family? Do you have siblings? No. No? Mm -mm. Nope. What does mom and dad tell you? Do they know? Dad, who's that? What's going on? Uh, yeah. There's, I don't know. Let me figure it out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. How dangerous is it to be homeless out here in <laughs> Phoenix? Uh, to be alone, like, you definitely need somebody, but, um, yeah, other than that, it's like, you just definitely should have somebody it's getting pretty bad yeah 
where do you usually sleep at night? Do you go to a shelter or do you stay in a tent? I just kind of go wherever I'm invited to. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. What about to get meals and stuff out here? What do you do? Whenever I get money, like, I just eat and then that's it. I don't boost or anything because I'm really bad at it, so. I don't boost. I guess that means steal. <laughs> but, yeah. What does boosting mean? Oh, boosting. Um, like, I don't know, jacking shit? Yeah. Jacking shit. Just say stealing. Again, the clever wordplay for, you know, dodging the actual horrible life that you're living. Just say steal. I don't steal things. Um, but I guess saying I don't boost or I don't jack shit doesn't make it sound like you're not up to criminal behavior. Okay. <laughs> um, do you mess with any substances out here in the streets? Of course she does. She's been giggling and laughing the entire time she's talking to you about how awful her life is. So clearly she's on something. Um, no. Yeah, you're not please. on. Oh, she's laughing again. On blues or anything like that? Um, no. Because the majority of people that I like talk to, that's what they tell me that they mess around with blues and stuff like that. And notice that she covered her face before when she was lying, and as soon as he is finishing or completing his question, now she's looking away and breaking eye contact. It's very telling if you know what to look for. Women are very easy to read if you know what you're looking at. We're actually pretty much having an epidemic out here in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, and blues is fent, guys. If you don't know, blues are typically a fent pill. Oh, yeah, I definitely am part of that. I actually lied to you, I am. Yeah, no shit, huh? I do do blues, but, you know. Yeah. That's just a part of the wave, I guess. Everybody's on them. Yeah, that doesn't make it okay. It makes it an excuse, but excuses are like assholes. Everyone has one and it smells like shit. Why is it that you lied to me? Is it because you're a little bit ashamed of yep. what you're doing right now? I'm um, kind of because you're like recording me and I have this eyelash that's like bothering me. So it just said no. I don't know. You're standing on the street in your bra. Let's not kid each other. <laughs> How was your childhood growing up? Um, It was... It was cute, I guess. At first, yeah, it was nice. 27-year-old woman describing her childhood as cute. This is not good. Was it a good childhood? Did you have both parents? No, I had my family. <laughs> Did you have both parents? No, I had my family. That means the dad was not in the family, guys. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't want to jump to conclusions here and... You know, perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps the dad was in her family, guys. But, well, what do you guys think? Put it in the comments. Do you think that this 27-year-old could have been an attractive young woman, um, had a father figure in her life, teaching her right from wrong, teaching her what she should and shouldn't be doing, uh, scolding her ass for what she's up to right now? Or do you think that her, by her family, she means not a dad? Let me know. Yeah, I had my, my uncles and my family. Uh, so, did you grow up with mom and dad or you grew up with family? I grew up with mom and a family. Right. That's a shame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Around what time did you start like experimenting or 
like looking into the streets <clears throat> honestly i just came out to the streets not too long ago like but i kind of dabbled like back and forth but um i dabbled they live in a spectrum shout out to coach craig they live in a spectrum guys what she means is well you know every now and again i get in a good relationship until i want to ride the cc again or until i need another fix of dope and then i go back out on these streets oh so you're a good girl nope. No, of course not. Oh, so you had family? Nope. You had a father in your life? Nope. Uh-huh. Exactly. I just, uh, maybe probably like 16-ish. Yeah. 16-ish, guys. That's when she started, 16. And a lot of men are right now are looking for a young woman or a woman to marry. Simps, obviously, blue pill people. And they'll find this woman later when she cleans up her life. It's not going to be any of us, is it? Nope. No, of course not. Nope. Yeah, yeah, like 16, 17, yeah. Uh-huh. Was it, did you start getting introduced to like the street life? <laughs> and Why is that funny? And like substances and stuff like that through friends? Was it friends or family? It was friends for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I know. Was it in like, was it high school or, or was it like through school or what? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a question. School. High school. Raving. Okay. Raving. All that. All What's that. This? I don't know. Oh, no, I, ain't <laughs> I remember you from last time. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, yeah. Lady just came by and she was concerned. She had said something, but I seen it. It was you when I was there. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up right now. <laughs> This happens every time he does videos, guys. But I mean, if you're, you know, talking to a professional on the streets and holding a camera up to her, I mean, you're going to attract some attention of the popo or at very least people that are walking by. Um, but this typically happens in his videos. Yeah. Um, if we have any younger viewers watching this interview and they're thinking about trying substances or running the streets, what kind of advice would you give them? don't do it <laughs> stay home go to school don't do it just don't do it just don't do it what is something that some well, again the laughing guys i mean the the insanity of laughing through her predicament right now knowing damn well that she's in a bad place this is not a good situation obviously nightlife isn't i mean this is how high she is and how absolutely destroyed mentally this woman is. And one day she'll be, she'll want the good guy. Where are all the good guys at? I've cleaned my life up. I've already ridden the CC. I've done all the drugs and dope that I could do. And now I'm ready for a good man. Where are all the good men? And that's you guys. Don't fall for this shit. Someone could have told you as a young teenager that you think that could have changed your mind from like, running the streets and nope. doing what you're doing right now i mean like you always see like things in movies and whatnot so you just kind of like you know kind of have that in the back of your head is like oh like this could happen but then like when you really experience it it's kind of different it's no it's not you're just too high to realize it nope nope is the best thing someone could have told you nope a father nope somebody who cared nope nope she just had a mother and family guys a mother and family, and now she's hooking on the street for 11 years. Not anything like, like that. 
So I guess just like the rawness of what your parents or whoever is guiding you, you know what I mean? Just gone through to experience that with you. Whoever is guiding you, you know, your parents or whoever is guiding you. Guys, no one gives a shit about you except for maybe your parents. They're the best ones to guide you. Likely your father would be the best bet, but your mother, she loves you and all. I mean, but you see a lot of stories of mothers who don't really love their kids or especially their boys. They're just there and they're getting a guaranteed child support check or whatever the case is, theoretically guaranteed anyways. But most of the time, your parents are the ones you really should be listening to. Probably a little late for all of us to get to that point now, but you know what I'm saying. And let them know what it was like for real, like for real, for real, because it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been in trouble out here? I wasn't for a long time, and then I, and then I did, yeah. So yes is the answer then? Do you get harassed by the police a lot out here? I don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. I don't, because I just kind of hide and run when I see them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever been locked up? Uh, yeah, for a little bit, yeah. How was that experience? It was it was fine, actually. Honestly, I got to sleep a lot. I was on some, like, medication, so I had to... No shit, huh? You were on some medication? What a shock. I was, like, recovering from a car accident. Yeah. Oh. So I had to be on some, like, medication, and I was able to sleep a lot, so I was fine with that, but... And that's hilarious. Why? Um, I mean, it sucked. It's fucking jail, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of stuff, like, you do you go through in there? Like, what do you eat? Oranges. Semen. And rolls. And big old soy peanut butter packets that are really peanut butter. <laughs> and that's it. Really? How I don't know. You, you get do? commissary. Uh, oh, I just did, like, um, like, a month and, yeah, like, a month or so. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. They should make that illegal, by the way. Those stupid sacks are not. Yeah, this the sacks. That's what they should make illegal. Great point. Very intelligent. The business. Did you get to eat the slop in there? Yeah, it was, it was good after a while. It was gross. Wasn't it was it? disgusting. Oh, good, Kush. You got the cam and the mic. I sent you in the link, man. Those two will set you straight, man. That's the uh, C920. I told the boys I'd post the link earlier. I'll put it in here for you guys. That's the best webcam, man, if you want a, a decent quality picture that you can adjust the brightness and saturation on so that you don't look all white like a ghost. Good deal, man. I'm glad you're getting started. See, but it was good after a while, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is, like, one of the worst experiences that you've had being out here homeless in the streets? Um, I don't know. I really want to share that. It's kind of... Uh, a lot. You want really? Now's when you're gonna pull back and have a little. <laughs> oh, all right. Share one of the best experiences you've had. You had any good experiences out here? I don't know. Like at first, everything like just seemed like it wasn't as bad as it was, you know, as it seemed. And then I don't know. And then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's a lot. Uh -huh. I'm still kind of going through it, so. I'll Where do you see that. yourself in six months? Um, <laughs> Cracked out under the dumpster, more than likely. Here you go, boys.
There's the link to the webcam. Some of you have asked about it. That's the one I recommend. If you want one that's cheap and uh, is actually functional and decent quality, I mean, I say decent quality. It looks pretty good. Granted, I'm on StreamYard service right now, so there's probably some lag and some delay, but it's 1080. It's being shot in 1080. You're seeing it at 720 because that's the, um, you know, what this uh, uh, StreamYard is set to by default, but there it is if you want it. In prison, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah you, you see yourself in prison, of course. The prison term coming up, so it's like I have to be there. Uh, the end of the year, I think. So. Also, you have to turn yourself in. Yeah, I have like trial or whatever in November. Trial, or whatever, indeed. So. For the car accident, why not? So. Oh. Before you made it sound like you're in this unfortunate situation and had to take this medication, but you're going to trial because of the car accident. So you did have a little fault in that uh, situation. I have to go do that and deal with that. Right. Were you driving? Yeah. Yep. And were you you were in a high and speed chase up. or what? No. <laughs> I Sounds up. like it. Yeah, it was. Just yeah, sounds like it, especially when you're questioned about the car accident where you were driving and have to go to court and you're giggling. It sounds like you might've been fucked up a little just up for too many days and ah. just out here in the streets, just trying to stay awake. So I don't go through shit while I'm sleeping. And you mean meth is what you were doing. Trying to stay awake means, you know, that's what that means. Car yours? No, nope, but it's okay. Um, you know, I mean, it's not, but right. You know, but fuck it. Might as well live life as one big party and have no personal responsibility and no sense of self, no direction, no vision. TRX5, very good point. Might as well just say to hell with it all and make it all a big shit show and giggle and laugh and let it be someone else's fault. Let the taxpayer foot the bill when you go to prison. Yeah, I understand. I'm going to deal with it. So it's over with. All right. Well, Thank you for sharing your story. I really do appreciate it. Yep. Are you okay with me putting this on my YouTube channel? No. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I don't care indeed. Um, just in case I have any subscribers, like give you any donations nice. or anything, <laughs> do you have any social media where they can donate to you? Um, I have, Um, I guess, I really don't. I don't... Really? You don't give HJs for Cash App? I mean, BJs and HJs and have at least a Cash App? Hey, Cash App me 50 bucks or, or 15 bucks, I should say. Nothing. Do social media. I have Cash App, but... Right, you right. Say your Cash App out, it's, it's all right. It's dollar sign gone with John, guys, if you want to make a donation. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, it's um, Tay Tay, what is it? Tay Tay... Tay Tay T A Y T A Y R G three three. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Very well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. It's sad, guys. I mean, it's not. Look, here's the thing. It's not really sad. It's just the fact of the matter is. You see people make these decisions in their life and they think that everything's going to be perfect and everything's going to be fine and someone's going to save them. But the fact of the matter is, if you are a female 
as you become older or fatter or uglier or age, you become a lot like a man. You're going to have to get a fucking job. You know, you're going to have to start doing stuff on your own now and taking care of yourself because people will take care of you and spoil you when you are young or hot or your parents still love you because you haven't shit on that relationship. But as you get older as a woman and you lose that attractiveness or you start getting older or heavier, you become equivalent to a man. That's what the wall means to me. It's when a woman starts to have to do things for herself because now it's like she's a man. Things are going to be harder. Things are going to be more difficult. You can't just rely on everyone else to take care of you. You have to do it. You have to do it. And yeah, healthy quadrant, absolutely. No shame whatsoever. No shame. <laughs> Vault keeper. <laughs> Very good. Very good. More loads than a washing machine. Yes, that's that's accurate. I would say mouth agape says holy fans. All right. All right. Very good as well. Guys, let's take a look at this next video. D-Man says to throw something on the cash app. Boys, two bucks, ten bucks. Help your boy out here. Make a donation if you want to help the cause in the channel. Don't if you don't want. That'll be just fine. So let's take a look at this next lady here who's reading a story. It's not her herself, so don't go blow up her social media because she is doing a justice putting this story out there, even though she is reading it from Reddit, but that's okay. Let's take a listen. And yeah, still lost my voice, but um, we're going to take a look at this Reddit. You guys seem to like my story times. This one's not as robust as the one um, I did yesterday, but this is a woman who regrets getting a divorce. So mm. I'm going to read it in her voice. Well, hopefully this is her voice. <clears throat> Good point. Who? Why won't people help me? I'm still a woman. Yeah, but people were helping you before because you were hot. And all the guys that you knew, all the men that loved you were like, no, no, no. This guy's only being nice to you because he wants to do you. And they were like, no, you're wrong. You don't know. Not all men are like that. He's just being a nice guy. No, no, he wants to stick it in all your holes. And I'm sorry to be so crass when saying that, but this is the truth. And women are like, no, he's not like you, you awful person. He's, mm -hmm. yeah. And then when you're 40, where is he? Oh, well, uh, he's got his own family now. And, oh, I should have, I should have went with the good guy. I should have. Yeah. And now the wall has approached and no one wants anything to do with you anymore. Mm -hmm. I made a mistake. After 13 years of marriage and two kids, I made a mistake. After 13 years of marriage and two kids, I was done. When I told him I was leaving, he wasn't surprised. I had a brief affair eight years earlier. That he eight years earlier. That's not a brief affair, even if it was just for a month. The fact that he didn't know about it for eight years, that affair might as well have still been going on. Good Lord. He found out about, but still wanted to make things work. Simp. He never brought up the affair again after I told him it was the biggest mistake of my life. Cook. I respected him even less for that. Yeah, she respected him, guys. Nope because he didn't stand up for himself. Uh-huh. Just about everything he did made me mad. I couldn't wait to get out. So this woman cheats on her husband. 
blames him. And I guess she told him, what did she say? Oh, he found out. So she didn't tell him, but he found out and he just forgave her, which seems like without a word, just because she said it was a, the biggest mistake of her life. So because he loved her because he valued her, even though she clearly was a 304. I mean, it is what it is, but he cared about her and he loved her and he forgave her. And that made her ag angry that nothing was good enough. Oh, that's okay. it. Like he moved on from it and look at what she had to say. She respected him less because he didn't stand up for himself. This is the thing. She didn't respect him from the jump. Any woman who respects a man, you are not cheating on him. You're afraid to lose him. But when there is a, a deep loss of respect, when that woman cheated on you, it's no big deal to her because she does not, she's not afraid of losing you. She's not afraid of what you will do. She, she's not, she knows that you will accept it. This is why you never, ever, ever take them back. Because while she believes at the time that she won't lose you because of her terrible actions, she thinks she can get you back anytime she wants because you were in love with her, you loved her, you valued her. This is why you never, ever go back to her. Either you've been uh, very beta or simping, but uh, yeah, I mean, she just straight out said it. Wow. Okay, let's continue. Here I am two years later. The divorce was finalized last December and our house was sold earlier this year. And now he's in a new serious relationship. Uh -huh. I, mean, I don't mind being single and I'm not jealous, but now I'm questioning my reasons for wanting a divorce in the first place. Because you're crazy. Guys, anytime someone says that they're not jealous or they're not angry or they're they're fucking super jealous and super angry. Just know this, know this. People who aren't feeling emotions don't go around talking about the emotions that they're not feeling. And this is the honest to God's truth. How many times throughout your day has someone come by and said, I'm not hungry right now, unless provoked, unless asked. When's the last someone came by and was like, I don't feel um, euphoric right now. People don't go around describing emotions they're not feeling but they will definitely tell you when they are feeling something by telling you that they're not feeling angry, jealous. Yeah. Really sis? Because earlier you said everything he did made you mad. Mm. I couldn't wait to get out. But the reality is there was something going on with you. If something, everything a person does make you mad, that means something's wrong with you. Ooh, brilliant. Couldn't have said it better. Not the other person. But it seems like she's able to get away with temp temper tantrums and treat him like shot. Rusty, good to see you, brother. Right. And after a while, she just lost respect for it. It wasn't fun after a while. Because I'm sure it was fun, you know, to be able to do that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But once, you know, once things switched up, once she's now without him, she doesn't have him to dump on and to treat like shite she needs another target so of course she's missing her punching bag yep emotional tampon emotional hostage you see she didn't mind losing him when she had another simp lined up i'm sure there was another bull in the ring even if this doesn't exactly allude to that but i would imagine when she left him when she divorced him i promise there was another gump lined up Shout out to CGA.
essentially because she already said everything made her mad she probably acted out on all that anger against him for just mm -hmm. existing most likely <clears throat> our passion died around the time our first son was born but there was still a love there i'm just beginning to appreciate how much normal love can change over time it's not always the love you want but when it's when it's a real you find out after the fact what but when it's a real you find out after the fact just how much you miss it okay she can't write i made up my mind and was sure it was the right decision at the time i thought i wanted to be free from him but now i'm missing a lot of the other things we had that were really good in hindsight oops and that's what hurts the most I thought divorce would give me freedom. Instead, it filled me with, <laughs> with regret. Uh-huh. Yes. You see, women often don't understand that the thing they loved most was the idea of a man having, being a little over them, Con you know, not controlling, but what's the word? Protecting, being under his protection model, understanding that he's there for her. He's looking out for her. He actually values her as a human being, regardless of how shitty and toxic she may have been before in our life. He values her. And that's what she wants when she wants a relationship. But when she doesn't want a relationship anymore because they live in a spectrum, she decides, well, this is now toxic and controlling and I don't want this. I want my freedom. And then when she gets her freedom, she's like, oh, I want that other thing now because they live in a spectrum. They want what they can't have until they get it. And then they want something different. And then they want what they had before back, but it can't be repossessed in that sense. As long as you're not a gump, a simp. And I'll have to deal with that for a long time. Guys, there's so many clues in here, but if we go back and take a look, look at the things she said, and then we're going to get to some comments. Y'all got to see these comments. That, ooh, child. Um, look at that. Our passion died. So many people think marriage, a relationship is about this passion and these like strong feelings that it. Yeah, whores. 304s think that it's constantly about busting nuts. Oh, I got to have a good orgasm. You got to blow my back out. You got to. That, that is a fun thing about a relationship, but it is not what a relationship is. It's one little thing, but to most women, this is everything. This is why they get so mad when a man cheats. However, men can sleep with women they don't even care about or like for that matter. It can be just a sexual thing. Oh, I'm just getting the evil out on this B. You know what I mean? And men understand this about other men, but women don't understand this because to them, it's all about that emotional connection, which it really isn't an emotional connection. It's the thing that they really, really love, which is a physical chemical addiction they are addicted to the dopamine of something new they are addicted to the feeling of something new oh this is exciting i have all this dopamine coursing through my veins and they never address the simple fact that it is chemistry 101 in human anatomy that is what they are addicted to when we say things like men think logically and women think based on emotion what is so often overlooked is that it is a need for them to feel this feeling of overwhelming dopamine when something happens, whether it's exciting or it's drama or it's, you know, scared or it's the flood of dopamine. And when they can't get it from a man and they can't extract it from their family anymore, many of them will turn to chemicals, street 
chemicals, to be more specific. Let's get back in. If you don't have feelings all the time and passion, which social media will make you think that that's normal, to have all this passion and, and romance in your relationship. Mm. And it's, it's not true. And this is the other thing why betas always lose. When you allow a woman to walk all over you, when you allow her to shite on you, get have temper tantrums, do shite tests, and she can see that she can keep pushing it further and further and further, there's no stop. There's no stop, especially for this type of woman. She already had an affair eight years before. So she, her mind was gone out of this marriage. Um, they married 13 years, eight years. So I would say year four, maybe before. Actually, she said after her first kid was born. So I don't know. Yes, SG, good point. I think some women are addicted to fear too. Horror movies, Ouija boards, serial killer shows. Absolutely so. They um, do get a dopamine release or a rush um, as well from fear. This is why many of them have, well, grape. Hmm. We won't even say it, but many of them might potentially, you understand. No, when that was, but it seems like very early in this marriage, she was done. She was over the marriage, over him because she was cheating on him. And, uh, for how long did she say Did she have, she said it was a brief affair. That means a year, maybe two. Eight years ago. But yeah, she was already gone. And this is why you can't just let somebody go when they have an affair and just forgive and everything is all good now. By doing that, you are giving permission, honestly, because they see there's no real consequence for them doing what they do. Yep. They, can get, they can get away with it and that you're going to allow it because you're weak. Um, and that's what a lot of women see, honestly, and, and men. Uh, it's different. I'm coming, like I said, from a woman's perspective, reading this story, telling you guys how, you know, how women feel. And we do, we do not respect men who allow us to act out of pocket. I know that seems counterintuitive, but it's absolutely true. All right. So let's read some comments now. Cause yeah. Think twice before you do something once. You're a, you are selfish and foolish. You dispose of a perfectly good husband. Despite your faults, he chose to stay with you and try to make the marriage work. This was his fault right there because he didn't hold her to any fire, no consequences. He just found out and then it was like, okay, don't do that no more. Because we as men think that we're supposed to be the quote unquote good guy. Most of it stems around being raised by a single mother. If you're a man who was raised by a single mother, but you're told that you should be accepting and understanding and all of these other things when in reality you shouldn't be. I'm not saying you shouldn't forgive the person because the forgiveness of the other person is more for your benefit, not their benefit. Don't tell them, I forgive you. Just move on with your life and know that you can't hold on to that anger forever because ultimately, like acid, it will do more damage to the container that it's in over time. This is why you have to learn to live and let go of these things and say, well, eh, this person did this. They're out of my life now. It's over. What's done is done because this is ultimately what sets you free. Or you can choose to wallow in the red pill rage for the rest of your life if you choose to. Bad puss. Don't bust it open no more for any other man. What's for dinner, honey? Like, it just seems weak, you know, and um, why she could do it. Uh, you sent him packing and he wasn't surprised. He knew you truly are a person. 
what he knew who you truly are as a person a person can forgive an affair but they don't ever forget he spent years waiting for the other shoe to drop and when you dropped it and asked for the divorce you signaled to him he was finally free mm. Yeah, Rusty Rivers, great point. The idea of fear is actually a form of trauma bond. This is why we keep repeating it. Many people are unaware of this, but you should look up Munchausen syndrome and Stockholm syndrome. Both of these are rooted in the pleasure derived from an unfortunate situation in which you choose to stay in the unfortunate situation rather than run from your captor free of you and free of any regret because he gave his best to you the passion in your marriage died because you chose to let it die yep. you chose to have an affair and share your passions with someone outside your marriage mm. your husband chose to forgive the infidelity and you respected him even less that's the thing guys people do not respect forgiveness in that way forgiveness that's why I said you never tell them you forgive them. You just move on with your life. Do we ever forgive infidelity, boys? Nope. Must be earned. Always. Just forgiving, just straight up. Like the person just thinks they could do it. But if they have to actually earn that forgiveness, show change, really, you know, go through the fire and... And, and, and put themselves through that, then you know that they truly are remorseful. But if they're just expecting, just like, well, I made a mistake, let it go. Like, we all make mistakes. People that start doing that type of thing, <clears throat> you need to run. Run or get out as fast as you can because that person does not regret it and they're most likely uh, still doing it behind your back. Um, yep. And you cannot trust them. Yep. Um, there is no way ever to please a fool. Good luck finding that kind and patient and understanding love twice. Enjoy your new freedom. Ooh. Okay, so let's go to some more comments. You're a horrible person and I'm glad you're alone and miserable. I'm happy for your ex-husband. Hopefully his new girl isn't a disloyal, disrespectful thought. Oh! Nope. Reddit coming for her throat. I do feel bad for your kids though. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is the thing. Like, no care for the kids. I'm just unhappy. My, I'm bored. There's no passion. I'm a thought box. I'm a thought pocket. That's the thing I'm gonna call me. You're a thought pocket. Running around and then, you know, I'm stealing that shit. Thought pocket. I like that. You know, now you regret it. You didn't care about your kids before either. And she doesn't even mention the kids now. It's all about her and how she feels a certain way, but she could care less how it made him feel or mm. how it made the kids feel everything that she did. Mm. That's what I'm saying. She's not changed. This is a person with narcissistic um, tendencies where everything is about them. And now she feels regret. And now she feels sad that she doesn't have anybody. And it was a good love. She did. You know, she there's nothing about how she how she disrespected him, how she treated him. She cares nothing how her kids feel. Do you guys see what I'm, what I'm saying now? You cannot forgive a scallywag, bottom of the barrel, scum of the earth, thought pocket like this. Because she has no true repentance in her heart, clearly, even by the things she's saying. Um, uh, oh, this is a... Um, he you so you cheated on him he forgave you and you can't respect him for that so you he, so you try even harder to ruin what you all what you all had and also to mess up your kids you're a shitey person and i am happy for him to be rid of you 
This next person is just laughing. You made your own bed, now sleep in it. Dean man, I did as well for many years. Yes, yeah, so did I, guys. Understand that this is not something I tell you is makes you faulted as a man. If you do it more than once, definitely you're fucking up. But I've done it. I've been there where you love the other person and you think, well, I really want to make this right. I really want to, you know, please this other person and make this other person happy. But there's no pleasing some people, women. It's just not something you can do. Well, a lot of them are married. Some of them are no longer with us. And a lot of them, they kind of just are sick of the fucking double standards that. Yes, quite frankly, yes. Women are putting out there every day. And so they're just staying to themselves. They're toeing their line. They're not giving women a chance because we are not worth the risk when we don't hold ourselves to the same. I'm gonna pause it on that one. Rex, good point. Race is another fictional border for man. Yes, this is a very good point, sir. It's one of those things, look guys, when you want to get something really accomplished and you wanted to pull off, if you were an evil person and you wanted to pull off something truly large in scale, what you would do is you would direct everyone's attention from over here to what's going on over here. And then you could do anything you wanted in the background. For instance, there was the Civil War. Oh, well, the North versus the South. And then it was, well, the Black versus the White. Then it was the gay versus the straight. Then it was the masked versus the unmasked. Then it was, then it was, then it was the right versus the left. It was, understand this. All of the things that we allow to divide us are what really hurt us the most. And race is one of those where at some point as men, we all have to come together for truth. And I think that this is something men more than anyone else, women are capable of doing, but we have to be willing to take that first step. And I think that not everyone is capable of taking that first step or wants to take that first step because they're addicted to the anger. Again, Munchausen syndrome, Stockholm syndrome, what Rusty said earlier, the trauma bonds of our family that they have passed on to us, whether we are white or black or this, oh, I don't like this person and I don't like this person and I don't like this religion and I don't like this one. And this is what we must break if we want to truly be free as humans. Color is irrelevant, quite frankly. Your character is what defines you truly, truly, guys same standards that men are held to. A lot of women these days don't like being held accountable for their actions and they only want equality when it suits them. That's why a lot of men are afraid to date women who are not traditional. I don't know about afraid, just disgusted by them. They want traditional husbands, but they don't want to be traditional wives. Don't tell him because he doesn't know when to clean and rub your feet that he's not a man. That's just silly. He's a man because he comes home. He's a man when he protects his family. He's a man when he takes responsibility for what goes on about other people's lives. That's what being a man is. You want all these little, you know, trinkets and whatnot. That's not what manhood is. It's about the basics. It's about the solid down. Ooh, my man Sigma Black. S-Y-A-M. Save yourself all men. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. I promise you, man, that's the key to it all. People want us fighting, guys, not just race, sexual, whatever, all everything you could possibly fight over. As we do it, the rich and the powerful become more and more wealthy, buy up more and more land, while all of us squabble and bicker over things that are of very little importance, truly. Good point, Sigma Black. Home things that you have to do, and he's showing up in here, oh man, oh man. Don't be so afraid that you dark this guy away. Do you see what I'm saying? Ain't nothing you upset about that serious. <laughs> yeah, most of my guys have at least heard of the It's Complicated channel. Yes, I've reacted to every video that uh, It's Complicated has ever put out on my channel. Nothing ever. From what I see in this clip, women like this who start complaining about some little things like they just said are just delusional. A man who provides and protects his family is a good man. Women who like to throw this extra stuff are just depreciative. They don't see the things that men do for them to keep the household stable. When I was younger, Brother Bandit, good to see him. Like 25 years ago, and my husband would come home and I would just carpet bomb him with complaints. Hmm. Just carpet bomb. You know what I mean? And one day my mother said, you know, one day he's gonna stop coming home. Yep. Because that door is an entry to hell for him. What you doing? Don't do that. I mean, I couldn't agree more with the judge. When women keep a certain attitude with her man. What the fuck is this dog got going on? or keep complaining and telling him that he is the problem, one day he's gonna be like, why am I putting myself in this hell? He can tolerate it for a long time, but when the time comes, he's going to remove himself from this situation. I know you women don't want to hear for someone like me, but if you're going to deal with someone that's anywhere with 10% and up, we're not even talking about 1%ers, that's not even an option, don't even bring it up, they're, they're gonna stop you stupid. But if you're gonna deal with a man that's financially stable, and he can literally afford- Give us a number so they can like, uh, cause I think I'm speaking Chinese when I say you're gonna have to- Chichale wei, Honestly, finding a man that makes 100,000 dollars or more is now becoming rare it's, it's always been rare quite frankly um less than 10 percent of people make a hundred thousand dollars and that's not in america that's worldwide less than 10 percent you're looking for a very small fraction of men ladies and then when you want him to also be tall enough you also want him to be in shape enough you've narrowed it down to like one to two percent of the men on the entire planet and then you throw if you have a race consideration in on top of that very problematic for you ladies not for us it's now literally becoming more of a rare thing if someone can make six figures it's becoming a rare thing but and single and, ugly, and single right? and no kids and attractive and charming you're asking for a lot yeah. so if you're dealing with someone that makes a million dollars plus per year we're talking about every take it easy d man thanks for coming through buddy 365 days you will not be the only woman. That is a lie that women tell themselves because we want to feel special. When a man reach certain place in life and start making six to seven figures a year, he is gonna have a lot of women around him. That's just uh -huh. how society is. And that's how society will treat him. Rich men have options because women fight for these type of men. It is what it is. But when a woman start asking for extra stuff and she wants him to be only with her, that's just being delusional. So a man can become financially stable and have that kind of money he can pull anything you will not be the only woman i know why am i talking this because i lived a million dollars lifestyle for five years my ex-husband was in the nfl you know what i'm saying i've dealt with the brokers dude and try to build him up ex-husband huh hmm. interesting
you will not be the only one. Women want to feel special. We lie to ourselves every single day. We deny the women that we see. Who, I can't believe that you haven't watched any of my It's Complicated uh, videos on my channel. In the Advice for Men playlist, guys, anyone in the chat, I have a playlist called Advice for Men. It's every Manosphere-related man video that I've ever made. Um, all of its complicated videos are in there as well. Of course, it's got me talking and giving my little two cents of commentary to it as well. But if you look in the comments of those videos, you'll notice that the It's Complicated channel has come over on many of them and said thank you and hello and all of that good stuff as well. If you have to ask your man, where were you? You already know where he was. Stop asking this man where he was. Now, I'm not big on cheating because no one deserves to be cheated on, men or women. But when a man get in a relationship we'll healthy, get married, good, buddy. that man have status and money and want to have relationships with other women, he should be honest about it and tell his wife from the get-go. And then they can both work something out and see if it suits them both. This is exactly what men want. A woman who doesn't fall into that feminism boat. Because that's just ruining every woman's life. They want to be independent and they want equality, but only when it suits them. Oh, Tim, good point. Women don't know how to use soft power anymore. They are simply using plain power, otherwise known as masculinity. And it's annoying to simple guys. You see, women used to have a softness about them that was what really brought it in, guys. You catch much more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. And this is something that most women have forgotten about completely. And here we go again. Miss Lady, you're not fixing the world, you're ruining it. And I'm going to purposely ignore the fact that you completely use a death note reference in your stupidity. No! Killing all men will get nowhere. How many times do I have to say this? And you know what? If you kill all men, let me just show you something. Those bone marrow babies have barely last a week. Maybe three. I, I don't know, statistics. But they're not going to last. You need men in the world to at least repopulate. Not only that, but then once you realize that no men are gone, you've killed your father, you've killed your grandfather, your uncle, any of your guy friends, or your boyfriend. How do you plan on getting a boyfriend? Not everyone's a lesbian. I always laugh at these kind of videos when a woman wants to kill all men because it's gonna fix the world. And you know what, hypothetically speaking, I really just want us to disappear for a year or two and just keep watching the world with all the women in it and see how things will go for them. This is just me personally, I don't know about you. I wouldn't want all women to disappear nor die. That's just stupid. Yeah, a lot of women when they get deceived into feminism and then they realize that feminism will make them do what men do, work in jobs that only men can do, they regret being feminist in the first place. Oops, you mean when the draft comes around, they don't want to go fight in the war and put their lives at risk? What a shock, guys. What an absolute shock. And these women are waking up and realizing it now. In some of the things that are going on, more importantly right now, we are seeing this in women's sports. You see, women, many women that play women's sports, basketball, softball, whatever, are realizing that they've worked their entire lives to become good at this sport. Swimming is a good example. Weightlifting is a good example. Where they have worked to become one of the strongest women but thanks to feminism, this is no longer allowed. Now we have biological men or AKA men with a penis 
um, masquerading as females in this zone, in this arena, which should be women who have worked hard to get to where they are, let their achievements speak for themselves. However, we find that due to this feminist ideology and women also getting on board with and pushing this agenda, it has proved very, very bad for all of them. Guys, are any of you in Florida? Anyone know what's happening in Florida right now or have any footage? Here's what I have. Most of you already know, terrible hurricane ripped across Florida. I know we're switching up the subject matter, but sometimes I can only talk about these damaged 304s for so long before I have to, uh, you know, change it up, flip the script a little bit. Wow. Oh, man. Well. I'm just curious if any of my oh, friends man, out man. there, any of you guys are in the uh, wake of the storm or close to the storm or have any information as to how bad your town or area is. If so, drop it in the comments. Insulation flying by. I always think that these types of storm chaser videos, you know, re revolving or I should say about disaster porn are so interesting because, you know, you go to the mobile home park to get the video because obviously those houses don't stand a chance, but you don't see quite as many videos from the nicer areas, the more fortificated. Um, uh, stronger built houses, so to speak. Hmm. Unbelievable, guys. The destruction that's going on there, quite frankly, is unbelievable. we got a few more minutes here. We're going to hang out for a little bit longer. I'm going to drop the call-in link if anyone wants to jump on and say hello. Mouth Agape Ape, I enjoyed speaking with you last night. It was fantastic, as always. Anyone that wants to call in, make sure to click the link. Have your microphone on. You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to be. But... Um, do make sure you at least mute your YouTube page or tab because YouTube will be uh, causing an echo if it's playing in the background. You'll still be able to hear through the StreamYard page that opens. Mark, I was born in 76 as well. Let's drop that down there. 1976, everybody. What year were you born? Ooh, 76. What a year. The whatever it was. Bicentennial or some shit? I can't remember. It's been a long time, boys. Seventy-six. We got a bunch from seventy-six in here tonight. Poop while standing. Who? Same age. I think our generation was the last segment of beta males who didn't know the damages of marriages as a whole. I might tend to agree with that, guys because many of us still thought that it was normal and natural and that this was um, our grandparents' age. You know, we, we thought that this was going to be, 
we would have the same caliber of women as our grandmothers, you know, who were rolling out flour and dough and yeast and making homemade biscuits and doing all of these things. It's sadly not like that anymore. It's a shame, quite frankly, but this is where we're at right now as a society, which is sad to say the very least. Gentlemen, see what else I've got for you boys here in the meantime. I also want to thank Coach Greg CGA for shouting out my channel over on his channel the other night after he came on. It was very good. Here you go, boys. Take a look at this. Is Marin? This video is entitled, I am masculine and he is feminine. See what you think, boys. He fell in love with James. I'm a masculine presenting woman. And I am a feminine presenting straight man. Feminine presenting straight man. Okay. I guess people perceive us as weird as a couple because we don't follow the regular status quo. And we don't look like how they want us to look. The couple met through TikTok. And despite not being each other's usual type, R.P. Pope, good to see you, brother. How the hell are you? We're watching a story about a masculine woman who's in love with a feminine, straight man. I was identifying as gay because it was easier. Um, right. Then explaining all the ins and outs of who I was. I've only dated girls. Mouth agape ape said it right there. Yes, mouth agape. I would tend to agree with you, sir. Uh, Rusty says he's going to get sick to his stomach. I know, but we got to press through because, well, frankly, yeah. In the past, the most freaking question we get is who is the woman? Or like, who is the girl? Who is the boy? Who is the man? I miss you. I miss you. How's your flight? Fine. I'm hungry. Hi, I'm Marin, and this is my boyfriend James. I'm a masculine presenting woman. And I am a feminine presenting straight man. Marin and James met online after a chance comment from Merrin on TikTok sparked a conversation between the pair. I just was posting different pictures of myself, like dress femme. Nope. Dress mask, and I had commented on this other masculine girl's TikTok who was talking about how she thought that femme men were cute. And I was like, oh my God, girl, you're talking about me, honey. And then I saw his comment under that video. That's how I got to his profile. And then I saw his videos and I was like, I'll just flirt with him just for fun. But I was also thinking in my head, like, this is just gonna be a fun little thing that happens for a couple days and then it'll be over with. You can't make this shit up, guys. I mean, honestly, it's, um, you know. Stop it. Get some help. I never thought that it would be a real thing. thing. Nope. With a connection this strong, Marin and James were keen to meet. And even after their first date, this couple knew their relationship was nope. going to be something special, despite not being each other's usual type. Hey, hi. 
Yeah. He likes to make the joke that I came out the womb masculine because Honey was wearing boy clothes in elementary school. So I've only I've only dated girls in the past. Right. I think you're both probably faking it. Also, what's going on on the left over here? Because this, I mean, you know, um, right. I'm very much attracted to femininity as a whole. I love that just his energy is very feminine. Like sometimes he'll like, like this is not, the little jacket's not feminine, but the way he's acting is feminine. I just, <laughs> My sexuality was all over the place, very much. In high school, I was like this full straight, like almost hyper-masculine version of myself where like I was still one of the girls. However, I was pulling girls. And then I got to college and I was like, yeah, that ain't it. <laughs> Not for me. Nope. So I was identifying as gay because it was easier. Lesbians. Then explaining all the ins and outs of who I was. Like never really just jumped all in with a man. I, I never had any interest in doing that. Right. So when the world went on shutdown in 2020, I was on TikTok constantly like everybody was. And I was like, oh my God, these TikTok lesbians are so fine. So that's like the first time I was exposed to like masculinity through a woman. Now, Meryn and James have been dating long distance for over a year. Oh, Marin does the cooking. Yes. I have cooked. One time. I cooked for Valentine's Day. Yes. And it was bomb. Sometimes I come on a Saturday and I'll leave on a Monday. So I'm here for a good little minute. I guess people perceive us <laughs> as weird. As yeah, I mean, it's, it is strange, quite frankly. You know, I mean, I understand that in any relationship, there's a sub, submissive, and a dominant one. But to be you who might be part of the rainbow coalition and her who admittedly was part of the rainbow coalition i mean wouldn't it be easier to just yeah yeah as a couple because we don't follow the regular status quo and we don't look like how they want us to look or how they would expect us to look hmm. you're hungry Good point. Yeah. Nothing is ever truly yours. I'm glad that we're eating now because I feel like we would have had to wait a long time at Nice Guys. Now I say, I have a girlfriend. Lesbians. That's the end of that's the end of the, the that's the response. I have a girlfriend. So why do you dress the way that you do? Because I like it. I like to be cute. Period. Made the first TikTok August 6th of 2021 in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. So I like made, I posted all these. She's got money. That or he does. Some money's tied into this in some kind of way. One of the two of them has some cash flow and something. These pictures of us together. And I woke up the next morning and we had over a million views. And I said, babe, this is not happening. I think people saw in the video that I had on stilettos and she looked like a boy. In the beginning, people would say like, they're just best friends. They're doing this oh, for yeah. views. The most frequent question we get is, who is the woman? Or like, who is the girl? <laughs> who is the boy? Who is and the man? It was so frequent. We were like, how stupid would that be if we made a YouTube video with the title, who's the woman? Who is the woman? <laughs> RP Pope, yes, is the answer. <laughs>
She identifies as a woman, I identify as a man. The only reason. thing different is our presentation. But then it has like 40,000 40, views. 40,000 views. <laughs> I don't, I want to wear my white heels. Okay. Should I do that one or should I do this one? I like this little tiny one. It's literally, it's very much like a mix of masculine and feminine. Because like, I don't like to wear dresses and like that, but I love a flowing garment, honey. I mean, just, it wouldn't it be easier, you know, to, uh, I mean, just, you know. A long flowing garment is gonna get me every time. But at the same time, I'm not gonna put on a ball gown. No, that's not me. Marin likes to match me. I, I do. <laughs> Marin, Marin will, Marin, Marin will inadvertently watch me get dressed first just so she can see what I'm gonna put on so she can match me without asking. That style's very like streetwear, yeah, for sure. Like I'll have on a stiletto and she wants to wear Jordans every time. Yeah, yeah. There is no big hoopla around our relationship. We are really just- Look, all right. All right, we're gonna say it. Um. I think when you're putting on high heel shoes that lace up with straps, you might be, if not a T person, you might at very least be a G, a G person. You know what I mean? Something. Also, like, here's the real question I have, guys. And I mean, don't mean any disrespect to these very individual people. I mean, if she likes to play the masculine role and he likes to play the feminine role, how do they do it? You know what I mean? Like, how does, is there like a strap on type situation or is it still, she takes the, you know, I mean, all right. I don't, I don't get it, but you know what I'm saying? Like somebody's, you know, taking it, so to speak. Two people that dress differently, but the rest of our relationship is the same. And I feel like, cause none of our friends like ever, felt like the way people are commenting on our TikToks. They're like, it's so regular, like it's so normal, which it is. Good point. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's just like a friendly kind of <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, maybe they don't. Maybe Mouth Agape is onto something. I'm not sure. We just dress differently. <laughs> I don't mind our relationship being public just because I feel like we get I like being recognized in public. It's fun. No, it's because you monetize it. If you got, uh, like he said, 40,000 views, 50,000 views, guys, Instagram is highly monetizable. I don't know if all of you know how the internet works and how things work nowadays. Most of you that watch me probably do because, look, there's my cash app over here. Here's my store. You can buy merchandise. Where is it? There it is. There's my website. There's a store there. You can super chat here. You can cash at me. I've got a Venmo, a PayPal, a Google Pay. Um, square, yeah, all kinds of different ways to make money on the internet. And the more traffic you have, the more money you can make through advertiser revenue on the platform or whatever, whether it's this one or that one. But the truth of the matter is, is these two probably are just friends who don't do it unless there is, of course, some pegging going on potentially. But I would say more than likely, I mean, yeah, they're making money on their Instagram. That's why they don't mind living this public life. That's why they don't mind this going on. I'm sure they have a TikTok and an Instagram and a YouTube page and a 
you know, all of these things and they make money doing it. So, you know, Mark, we'll see you, buddy. Be good. Have a good day at work. I mean, we really only show what we want. Yeah. Like they don't see the entirety of our relationship. I don't know if it will be hate at this point. Yeah. More just like jokes and curiosity. It's not like, F you, you don't deserve to be alive. No, right. we don't get that. Yeah, I knew about their relationship, um, seeing it on TikTok. I mean, everybody did. I think Meredith. TikTok, okay, so monetized, I'm sure. And James's relationship works because they have really open communication. I feel like if either of them have an issue, they're just very open and can talk to each other about it. Yeah, I feel like since seeing this relationship and being friends with Marin, it just makes me realize that like, I feel like people can be made for each other, you know? I would also like to point out that both of her friends also look like they might potentially maybe be, um, you know. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just thinking that perhaps that's what's going on there because it looks like it could be probable, boys. Also, if you weren't here at the beginning of the show and you're just now tuning in, check this out. Appearances on some shows today. I popped in on some brothers that left a link in the live chat. So I left it. Uh, I checked in on Gone with John. All right, Gone with John. He's a supporter here. And uh, I popped in on this show for about five or seven minutes. And then I popped in on Mr. Palmer. All right. Shot, popped in on Mr. Palmer for about five minutes. And uh, it was after my show. I was editing and I saw Goma John. I was like, let me pop in over there. Hell yeah. CGA giving a brother some love over here, guys. Gotta love that, man. Shout out to CGA. Gone with John. Always good to see the love getting reciprocated in the manosphere. Not many men do that, but it's nice to see when some do. All right, boys, we're going to wrap it up there. Hour and 34 minutes into it. Don't forget, if you want, drop yourself a cash app or um, drop yourself a super chat for old Johnny Boy. And I certainly would appreciate it. As always, I'm going to go ahead and jump off of here and put you on some corpse music while I put all of your comments from this point here on up on the screen, provided they're not too insane and won't get Susan breathing down my neck. You know what it is, boys. It's time for Corpse. If you don't know Corpse, take a listen to this. What's up, Rich? Good to see you, buddy. We are just wrapping up the show, man. Sorry you're a little bit late, but don't worry. You can go back and watch the replay if you want to. And um, it was a good stream. We watched some cool videos and some crazy videos for sure. So I recommend it. Rex, if you want to, I got a video of the interview I did with Coach the other day that's on my channel. It's like four or five videos. Again, I don't know how many I posted today or yesterday, but yeah, if you want to see the chat with Coach Greg, it's on there as well. Let's get back into this corpse while I wrap this show up. Boy. 
Stop it. Get some help.